Hallelujah. Let's give a hand to our worship team, <laughs> the dance team, the DJ team, all of the wonderful folks. Isn't it good to praise the Lord together? Now let's have the kids come down on the carpet, please. The younger kids, don't run away. Oh, come on back. Come on back. I was going to put that up. Okay. <laughs> we are going to bless the kids. This is the under 10s. Under 10s? Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's Grammy and, and the preschool kids and the elementary school. <laughs> Grammy's under 10, hadn't you noticed? <laughs> we are going to bless the kids because they're going to go out. Who's going out with the kids? Laura. No, Roger. Roger's going out. Come on, Roger. New teacher in the kids' ministry. Woohoo! <laughs> Love it when folks step up. This is great. We are going to bless the kids. Father, thank you for every child that you've brought into our family. And we bless everyone to know your love and your purpose for them and your destiny over them. And that they would grow into that in a greater way today through the example of the adults who are leading them, but through their encouragement of one another as well. That they administer to each other in the power of the Holy Spirit, that they would know your arms of love around them, and that you would speak life over each of them. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 So when the kids are going out, we're going to pass the baskets. And uh, before we do, we're going to make our financial declaration. Except that I see that I don't have anybody to put the declaration up, so I'll do it myself. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let's speak this out together. Father, you have purposed to make all grace abound to us so that we always have all sufficiency in all things. I agree with your purposes and willingly submit to your invitation to align my finances with your plans. My financial giving will start with returning the tithe to the storehouse where you have placed me and where you feed me. In addition, I choose to be generous and give to meet the needs of others here to sow bountifully, trusting that you will see to it that I reap bountifully. As I sow into the family you're building with money, time, and energy, I ask you to strengthen the wall of love around us and lead us as we gather others who are seeking the values you've entrusted to us. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, there's great significance to our giving because where our money is, our heart is. And so, let me pass that one. That's well, you can pass them both around, around the tables. Thank you. Uh, if you need a receipt, uh, you can, uh, and you're giving cash, you can use one of the envelopes. I forgot to put the other sign up. I'll go and do it in a second. But um, if you're giving with the app, uh, you can just do that directly. If you're not on the app yet, you can text a dollar amount to 84321. You'll get a text back that'll tell you uh, just a couple of simple steps to get you set up for that. And so thank you for your giving. Now, we are going to have testimonies this morning of all the things that God has been doing. We are going to have testimonies this morning. We've had this beautiful, wonderful team from Knoxville with us this week, and we've had a fun time. Well, we've had a fun time. I guess you all have as well. Yeah. 
Okay, I think you could tell that from the way they were all up here this morning dancing and worshipping. So I have told every one of them I'd like them to share something, some nugget of what it is that God has done this week that they've seen that's encouraged them or that's, uh, that's taught them something fresh. Um, we're going to ask each team member to come up, but then after the team have come up and shared, we're going to ask the rest of you as well. I'm sure there are testimonies in our church family that are going to stay here. These guys are leaving uh, at lunchtime to go on home, uh, and we're going to be so sad to see them go, but we think they'll come back. We trust they'll come back. They're nodding. Okay, they're going to come back. Woohoo! Uh, so the rest of you don't don't go into um, don't go into just sit and watch mode because first off, well I'll explain as we go. I'm going to go through I think in age order. X Men, why don't you come up first and come and share? Or I'll come to you. Either way. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. You can tell me one thing that's the best part of this week. Cool. Okay. I received that. <laughs> These guys have been staying at our house, and Xavier and Damien especially have had a fun time with all of Miss Jane's Legos. <laughs> but uh, we have enjoyed having you with us as well. So I would like any of you who have a word from God, and I know several of you already do, for Xavier to share that with him now. And we're going to do that with each one as they share. Come on, Sherry. I know Miss Jane does too. I think you're going to have to come up and get this. <laughs> They've got them written out. Okay, Xavier. I saw you at, I heard, tag, you're it. And everyone likes a game of tag, but I saw you playing flashlight tag at night. And that means I see you going into the darkness and bringing the light into the darkness and tagging people into the world of the Lord. So as you grow under the leadership of your grandparents and your friends and other youth, I see you growing into this mighty man of God that are going to tag people for the Lord. And I wrote it out for you. So you and there's a card there that says, all things are possible through God. Savior, God has given you a loving and courageous heart. You will do many things that first seem too difficult, but Father God will show them, show you exactly how to do them. It will be fun. Amen. Who else? So after our night in the circle, I learned something about you that um, I think may or may not get overlooked, but you are going to be super equipped in relationship building. So kind of like how mom was saying about tagging and you're it and bringing people. Sorry, my mother, Grammy, my bad. But you are going to be very instrumental and you're gonna have a key that helps a lot of people unlock and build relationships. And you're going to be the fire starter for their relationships because you are very sweet and sensitive and you are um, really interested in people connecting and even though it looks a little different but you're going to be just a super unlocker for a lot of different relationships in people's lives and as you get bigger it's going to look even more um, special wonderful 
any of the rest of you as we go through, if God gives you something to say, you make sure you come on up. Anybody now? Nancy. I just felt real strong when you said the words, you know, that you really enjoyed their house, was that God just um, gave me the idea that he is revealing to you the home you have in him, that he's your home, and that um, he has all this amazing things for you in him, and that you, as they were talking, it seemed like it expanded to, and then you're going to bring other people, because you know the home you have in God, that you're going to bring other people into that. And it's just as simple as that, just inviting people to the home you have. Beautiful. Awesome. Good job, Xavier. Damien. You're next. Come and share with us something that God's put on your heart from this week. Um, my favorite thing about this week was meeting new people. Um. <laughs> Maxine at the, um, the, sh the grocery store we went to. She was really nice. Like, really nice. Um, we were, I, I don't remember what happened quite. Um, we went to go check out, and she was sitting there. I don't, gr Grandma, how did you end up praying for her? We were just, we were just talking with Jessica. We were crying. Yeah, we, we were talking with Grandma. Good job. That's wonderful. Thank you. Don't go away. Don't go away. Okay, who has words for Damien? Yeah, Miss Jane will do. Grammy will do. That's Sherry's new name, by the way. She's Grammy from this point forward forever. <laughs> Come on, Grammy. Okay, Damien, first, your smile is contagious. And that smile, I'm going to have to read this because I wrote it several times. Um, you're going to use it to win souls. But the main thing I saw for you was the color yellow. And I don't know why I kept seeing yellow. So I asked the Lord what that meant, and he said it was a sunflower. Now, usually I see flowers for girls, but a sunflower, the Lord said, is tall. It's strong. It stands way above all the other flowers. It, and it always faces the sun. And, you know, you always face the sun, the Lord. Okay. And so I saw that, but the seeds of the sunflower are edible. And they're nutritious for you. So I saw that you are, um, as a light unto others, strong, standing up tall and brilliant. You give out words that are edible to people's spirits, minds, and souls. Because what you give is going to be edible. It's going to be food for them to, to um, like the seeds. And I saw, saw that um, it says, keep smiling for your planet and a firm foundation to grow and grow. Brand. You have learned honor, and Father God will show you many things to do because you honor and love him. So that's your heart posture, which you've learned, which is 
very, very precious to God. Yeah, he can trust you because you're positioned to look at him and see him and hear him. So I bless your ears and your heart and your mind to just love being in his presence and love hearing his voice. Okay, kiddo, look at you are going to continue to carry a childlike faith with you. And the smile and the sun and all of that is going to be something that you're going to hold on to. But you're going to learn in this process how to stand firm in that and not let anybody make you waver in that ability to be childlike in front of the Lord and that ability to be childlike with others. So that draws them in because as the sunflower looks to the sun, you will also, and that's where your first gaze will be, and that's going to keep you in that childlike presence before the Lord, and that's going to keep you drawing and attracting people in and allowing you to give them um, messages and words and bring them into the presence of the Lord also. Sherry, when Grammy called you a sunflower, the thing that I saw is that the sunflower reaches up to the sun, but sometimes we can't see the sun, right? It's behind the clouds. We can't see the sun. And the sunflower at that time turns to other sunflowers to draw strength. So with you, there will come times when the sun is not visible. And it's not a time to shrink. It's a time to turn to others and draw your strength from there. Are you catching the way that encouragement works? <laughs> this is how we work, isn't it? As a family. That's good. All right. Who am I going to pick on next? Kaylin. Come on. <laughs> Tell us one standout thing that God has done for you this week or you've seen God do this week? Laugh and have fun mm -hmm. and learn more about God. <coughs> Making new friends. We've had so much fun, just everybody all in together, doing stuff, whatever it was, you know, whether it was really hard stuff like fixing things that needed fixing and clearing. Yeah, have you seen the platform? Woo! See what a good job they did? They cleared it all off and Brandon and Alex put it all back together again and it looks beautiful. And uh, pardon? pardon? Oh, yeah, that's right. You see the gray wood over there? We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> we got a talented painter in the group as well so this is great Kaylin we're so glad you've had fun we're so glad you've seen God at work uh, why don't we ask some folks to come and have some words for you as well alright you know Grammy's coming and I think Miss Jane's going to creep up behind you too oh here comes Alex 
Okay, so when uh, you guys came here last Sunday, I sat over there and I kept looking at you guys. I saw all of y'all, but you caught my attention in particular. I saw a bright light on you. And then I also saw a dark light. So what I'm saying is, it's okay to be kind of like standoffish at times, but when the bright light is on, that is the brightest. And once you feel like you want to come out of your shell, don't go back in the darkness. Stay out, all right? Because I also got to know a little bit more about you one-on-one at the roller skating rink. So it seems like nobody wanted to help you at that moment. And it's almost like you was reaching out. And I also was working with another little kid. Sorry, little kid. I came over and started helping you. And then all of a sudden, you started laughing. And you just came out and you just started being more of you. So there's times that I, you know, want to get back in the corner and just push things away and just kind of like put it on layaway. I'll deal with it later. But at that moment when the light is on, try to keep that light on because you are going somewhere, all right? Even though I know you're super duper shy, that used to be me, come on out. It's okay. Nobody's going to judge you. You be you. And I promise God's got your back 100% and you're going to be just fine, okay? So that's what I see in you. Let your light shine, okay? Amen. Come on, Grammy. While Grammy's coming, for those of you who weren't here last Sunday, the team led worship beautifully last Sunday, and Kaylin and Hope were the main singers for that, so that was great. First, your card says you're worth more than you could ever measure. I want you to remember that. Okay, this is what I saw. You're such a, a precious daughter to the Lord, and I saw the game Mother May I. Are you familiar with that game, Mother May I? It's when you could stand in line and say, uh, Mother, may I take three steps forward? She said, no, you may take one baby step forward. And you tried to dance towards her. Okay, that's the game. So I saw you playing that game. When you ask, you've been asking permission to move, and you only move the steps that you're told to do. And so then this is where you've been. But I see the Lord giving you a new confidence. You will hear the Lord's voice clearly and move in confidence. I see you answering, yes, Daddy, not Mother, may I? And may the Lord give you a new strength and ears to hear clearly. Always look to God and know how much he loves you. Um, lift your head in confidence and walk forward. Grammy. All right. All right, Kaylin. You are loved. That's big. These words are very simple, but you are loved, and your life is a gift to others, to many, many people. And you will bring many of your people, your friends, to Jesus. Amen. You know there's more, right? First, I'm going to ditto what Grammy said because that's totally all over you and um, just, yes. But I want to um, speak to your singing and your stage presence because the first encounter I had with you was watching you worship on stage and you remind me of my favorite artist, Misty Edwards and Kim Walker-Smith kind of combos. And when you got into that place of worship it was beautiful and I feel like God is going to just 
place such a desire in you that one helps to bring you out and let your light shine, but two, bring you into a place of leading others into worship and leading yourself into a place of worship that only the Lord can come and touch you and only um, his presence will just be so powerful there. But it's just, it's beautiful, this, it's kind of like the light Mr. Alex was talking about, but it's, it's so strong in worship. And if you just continue to trust him to develop and process you through growing your voice and being into the worship, you are going to lead many through worship, even though even though you are a little shy, but your stage presence is what's gonna bring you out of that also, because you're going to be excited to lead others into worship and take them to that place where they get to dance with daddy and they get to move with him and you're gonna move with them and, and cause all of that. So allow him to continue to work on your art and your desire for that, okay? And when Alex was talking about the light, I just had a couple of words. There's no power shortage. No power shortage. No power out. No outage. And I don't know what that is for you in your life. But as uh, Renee was speaking with the worship, there's no power shortage. Wow. Amen. My favorite else was Fuller Scanner. Um, and I like that we went and sang to the homeless. That was really fun. Yeah, this crowd you know we enjoyed Sunday morning uh, but Sunday evening they went with Robert and Sherry to the the mission to Street Reach and sang there and uh, oh hi sorry um, so I only caught a little bit of what Renee was saying but I noticed during worship last week um, what was your name hope hope and Kaylin Kaylin so I did notice Hope a few times, well, quite a bit. You kind of would look back at Hope, maybe to get some reassurance. Um, but I also noticed the same thing that Renee was saying, that you are a leader. You are a leader. I, I feel like there's a strength that you carry, but it's an inner strength. And it might not be noticeable at first, but there's a strength that's going to rise up out of you. And you're going to grow. And as you look to Hope for reassurance, you're going to look to God for reassurance. No one else is going to matter. You're going to get all your strength, your hope, your, your everything. is going to. You're just going to look up, and God's going to be like, yep, you've got this. You've got this. I mean, wherever you go throughout your life, but there's an inner strength inside of you, and it's a quiet strength. And it, mi it might not be noticeable by everyone at first, but as soon as they come up to you and start talking to you, they're going to see, oh, wow, Kaylin is strong. You're strong. But you are a leader. You're a leader. There are, there are kids. They're going to be your peers that are going to follow you. So whenever you hear anything from God, just stand up and do it because he's going to give you everything that you need to do what it is that he's calling you to do. Thank you, Crystal. Bless you, Caitlin. Thank you. Hope, let's have you next. <laughs> Tell us something from this week that's really stood out for you, that's really encouraged you in God. 
my favorite things that we did was praying over my husband and my brothers that that is probably one of my favorite things that we did um and singing with them when they're struggling those four are probably the best things So I want you to catch that. You know, hope represents all these young folks in saying that the things we enjoy the most is where the kingdom of God comes in everyday life. In the Lowe's grocery store or just going to bless the folks at the homeless shelter or whatever. You know, people you just run into. Now, Thursday, no, Friday night we had to cancel the outreach because God seemed to be wanting to rain on our parade. But they had a good circle time sharing instead, which is wonderful. But this is our heart. And I love the way that you express that. We, we love just to see God show up in the everyday. This is beautiful. And if you're sitting here thinking, I'm not getting anything out of this, you are. Because <laughs> God's going to do something for you as well this morning before you leave. You know, you're going to have something to share with other people. And others are going to have something to share with you. So, who's got something to share with hope? <laughs> here comes Grammy. Okay, Hope, first I did a crystal thing. I got the definition for your name, and it means um, a desire of something good with an expectation of it obtaining it, okay? So that's you. I think you desire stuff and you expect to get it. So expect the unexpected, reach out and grab hold and don't let go, believe. Okay? I saw the game Scrabble, okay? When you take letters and make words out of them, you always have words in you, but you're not speaking them out. So the word scrabble means to scratch, grope, or struggle. And I think you've been struggling to speak, but the Lord's going to put words in your mouth, and he's going to um, make you a speaker. It's something that you never thought you'd be. But I see you as a preacher, as a, as a teacher, as a speaker. And um, let's see. And you will speak fluently, um, and you, well, okay, and you, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> And you think you have nothing important to say, but God thinks otherwise. So be ready. Amen. <laughs> Miss Jane's coming up behind you. I also said, hope I love your name. You carry your name well. And just as Father God continually breathes his hope into your heart daily, you will bring hope and purpose to others. Your gentleness reaches to places where others can't go. You will have a passion in, in tenderly and ably caring for broken, fearful hearts. You will blossom and bloom in great authority and boldness in this. Father God will masterfully and completely guide you to bring perfect, accurate words like a master surgeon. Have no fear. This is God's work through you. And I, I chose some scriptures for you. Romans 8, 38 to 39, and then um, Psalm 139. Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from harm of my past. You have laid your hand on me. 
continues, but verse 10, wherever I go, your hand will guide me, your strength will empower me. Amen. I saw two words, the word unexpected, but before I talk about that, the word I saw, no, the word expected, but Kaylin, you're unexpected. You both are leaders, but you're going to move in different ways. I feel like you are unexpected. Like people are not going to expect what's going to come out of you. You're subtle and you're going to catch people by surprise, but you are expected. And I see, so I saw the word fire. And so I feel like when you walk into a place, all of a sudden people are going to go, oh, here comes Caitlin. She's got something. And, and they're like, let me, I mean, sorry, here comes Hope. She's got something and it's going to be good. And see, the word that goes with hope, one of the words is confidence. And I feel like God's going to give you a confidence. And you do have, you already have some confidence because I saw you up here worshiping and you did amazing. And you just did it. And I mean, you just look like you've been up there forever, which I know you hadn't. But you had a confidence. But God is going to grow that confidence more and more and more. And you're going to be so sure of yourself. And that's why when you walk into a place, people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, look at Hope. She's got something. She's got something that I want. And you're going to be able to speak into their lives. Um, so everyone's obviously going to speak to your name, but hope everlasting. And there is a lot in your name, and you weren't given that name by mistake. So you are a banner of hope. Like I see hope everlasting above you in a banner because you are all of your name. You are going to bring hope to others. You are going to bring hope to yourself. You are going to bring hope to those that you come in contact with. You are going to bring kindness and goodness, and you don't even have to work at it because it is already your banner. It is your namesake, hope everlasting. And you will not have to search for it. You will not have to um, go and, like, I mean, you're going to have to pray about things, of course, but it's just going to come and flow, and it's just going to be fed and given to you because that is your your banner, is hope everlasting. And you're going to bring that to people when they touch you and when you reach out, and as you come out of your shell, they're going to feel that in your embrace, and they're going to feel that in your gaze because your eyes are mesmerizing. So you're going to have to um, learn to allow that freedom to come out of you because when you're free, they're going to be free. And your hope is going to just emulate onto other people. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Hope. Oh, no, don't go away. One more. Hello. So when we got here last Sunday, you were singing, and I sat down, you know, getting into the spirit and everything, and I'm like looking, and I was like, that little girl, excuse me, has a voice. Use your voice because God's going to start working on you little bit by little bit. All right? He's going to start here, and he's going to, okay, she's got that. He's going to give you a little more. But here's the way it works. It doesn't go down. It goes up. Your voice, I see you somewhere on a stage doing something with that voice, whether it's youth ministry speaking, um, singing, whatever. Use it, right? Because 
what I get when people talk, the first thing I, I listen to is articulate. That was you. I don't know who taught you. Uh, God has put that in you already. But there is more. So continue to use your voice, shine a light with your friends, because it's not by accident that you all are together. It's not an accident that you're here. And everything is for a reason. This is you got to, you know, take heed to everything that's going on. It may not seem like you understand right at first, maybe a couple of weeks, or maybe when you're going back home this afternoon. Somebody has said something to one of you all today that you're going to get on your way back home. I, I can almost promise, okay? So don't be afraid to go to your leaders and say, hey, can I get into this singing thing a little bit more? If my wife and I have to drive to Tennessee to push you along, then trust me, I will, okay? Because I have friends in Tennessee. So if you want to, you know, not just you, but if you guys want to, you know, take another step, God's got your back, okay? So stick with it. Amen. Thank you, Hope. Glad you're here. Let's finish Grammy's team next. Taylor. So I would like to start out with kind of how I'm in this youth group because a few years ago I never really imagined myself in this youth group and I was living in Johnson City with my family and I was doing wrestling and honestly I didn't even care about church or if I was even here or the youth group and then well one week Pastor Mike was praying and he told me that new, bless new blessings would come to me this year and I was like okay that's cool, you know, whatever, whatever, Pastor Mike. And so then I started talking to Christian one day, and then me and him started to become friends, and he was in the youth group, and he was telling me about youth group. And then finally I just decided I'm done with wrestling, and I want to move back to Knoxville with Meemaw. That's my grandma. <laughs> and so now I live with my grandma, and I am now in the youth group. And so... It's been really nice to be here this week because getting to stay with Grammy kind of is like my home away from home because I'm still getting to live with my Grammy, but like at Knoxville, I'm with my Meemaw. So it's kind of like nice to be able to have both my grandmas. And, you know, this week has been cool because I've gotten to just get to know everybody in my youth group more, especially Damien, because me and him have like talked before, but never really talked. And like when we went roller skating, he was helping me roller skate because I was terrible at it. <laughs> like I was falling and he taught me how to fix the problem. And so it's just been really fun because I've gotten to really see myself more and I've got to meet my youth group more, got to be more bold. I love getting to go and pray for people. Like I remember when we went to the homeless place and there's this guy, his name was TJ. And I just really felt led to pray for him. So I went over to Frances. I was like, hey, will you pray for him? She was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and so it was just, it's been a really nice time because I feel like I've gotten to see myself grow more and I've got to see my youth group grow more. And now I just can't, like, imagine not being a part of this youth group. Whereas you could have asked me two years ago and I didn't want to be involved. I wouldn't have cared less if you guys were like, well, let's go to Myrtle Beach. I would have been like, have fun. And so, <laughs> I, you know, I'm just glad that I got to be a part of it. And I mean, I'm up here talking, which I would never have done even a couple months ago. So, yeah. 
That's wonderful, Taylor. We're glad you're here. All right, here they come. Taylor, you are a gift to everyone around you. You are a joy bringer, and your love is bubbly and full of life. An open book telling God's beautiful story. Do not be afraid to let your light shine. God is giving you courage and confidence to walk in his authority. He will drop wisdom into your heart to speak as you listen, love, and lead well. 1 Thessalonians 1, 5 and 13 and 19. For our gospel came to you not merely in the form of words, but in mighty power infused with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. Surely you remember how we lived our lives transparently before you to encourage you. And I feel that you are a transparent, beautiful friend to those around you. You're so it's not like you have to work at it. Just let your heart be open and transparent. This is why we continually thank God for your life, because you received our God's message wholeheartedly. You embrace it not as the um, fabrication of man, but as the word of God. And the word continues to be an energizing force in you who believe. So I believe God's really going deep in you. For what will be our confident hope, our exhilarating joy, or our wonderful trophy that we will boast in before our Lord Jesus at his appearing? It is you. Yes, you are his glorious pride and joy. He takes pride in you and joy. There's a few more now. Okay, Taylor. First, I see you as fun, joy, adventure. And this is the beginning of many road trips. Okay, And there may be yield signs, stop signs, U-turns, but don't give up. Always keep going forward. Bring your joy and enthusiasm wherever you go. Okay. Then, this is what I saw, the word salt. Now, why did I see salt? Do you have any idea? I didn't either. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> salt can do many things. It adds flavor and spice. To spice things up, okay? It heals wounds. It heals a sore throat, okay? And you can use it for a lot of different things. You can put salt on ice in it so you won't slip and fall, okay? I see you as adding flavor and spice wherever you go, to whatever you say, and to whoever you speak to. And I see you healing people. God's going to let you lay hands on people and heal them. And so I see many different ways that, you know, God's going to use you. But always look to God and stay joyfully spirited. Don't ever lose your joy because your strength is in the Lord, your joy of the Lord. Okay. Okay, so Thursday, Friday, Friday we sat and we talked. And um, you were the only one in that moment that admitted to being bullied. And what I saw over you, you know, like at schools, they do the big red circle with the line through it that says no bullying or whatever. And so the, the red circle and the, there will be nothing that will be able to penetrate you moving forward. You have been changed here in this place and God has put a no more on you and you are going to walk in a supernatural confidence and when those things start to come you're going to see them 
coming and you're going to say, nope, not today. And they are not going to be allowed to interfere, to sway you or push you or even to get into your psyche with those things that may be said negative or hurtful or whatever because you are the daughter of the Most High King and you are going to lead and conquer and you are not going to have to deal with that stuff anymore because the Lord is your vindicator and he is going before you and behind you and he's keeping you and you're going to use that as you lead and bring others in because of what you've experienced so it's going to be like a mighty sword that you're going to be able to conquer that and, and squash that out and as you are aging into the high school to college age range that group your age group really needs that and you're going to be able to fill that need in a lot of your peers in bringing them along as Christian brought you along into the youth group and you're going to do the same thing okay And Taylor, um, part of your name means tailor, and a tailor is someone who sews clothing, and they sew clothing to fit, you know, that another person's needs. So I saw this in two ways. God is sewing things into your life and giving you things that are made specifically just for you. It's not going to fit anyone else, and if they try to pick up what God has given you, it's not going to work because it's made just for you. So that in any given circumstance, even when you were being bullied, God had a garment on you that you were able to wear to get through what it was that you were going through. But even more than that, he's given you abilities and giftings and talents. But here's the thing with a tailor. Aside from clothing, what you carry in you, this is what your name means, what you carry in you, um, you're able to see important details about people and you come up with solutions that, that will help them when needed. Because a tailor makes things to fit a person, but you're able to see the details in a person just by looking at them. God's going to show you what it is they need. It might be a word of encouragement. It might be a hug, a smile. You might just need to help them. It might be a scripture verse. You might just need to come alongside somebody and just encourage them. But he's going to give you, you're going to be able to see details about people, and you're going to be able to speak into their lives. I was just going to add to what she said about being a tailor, you know, that the meaning of the word tailor, because that was the same thing God gave me when you came up, was just the, the actual profession of being a tailor. And just to add on is, you know, tailors have a vision for something that can be you know they have a picture in their mind of this garment and it's most of the time something really beautiful and I just feel like God was saying he's going to take these little actions that you're going to do these little stitches and give you a picture of what you're creating and bring beauty out of it and so just always remember don't be afraid to bring beauty to things because I think that's part of what God has for you Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you, Taylor. Last but not least, Christian, come on up. Okay, so what stuck out to me most this week is, like both Damien and Hope said, is the, the, the seeing the ability to pray for people. 
even in, like in a grocery store or at this homeless shelter, that God's given me the opportunity to see that we have the opportunity anywhere we go to pray for someone or speak about Jesus or talk about the gospel or talk about God. There's always an opportunity to share the love of Jesus that he bes- that He puts on us. And so it just really opened my eyes to see that all you got to do is say hi to someone. You can start a conversation that leads into talking more about Jesus or leading to talk or bringing them to church. It all, it all starts with hi. And so that's kind of what I learned this week. That's wonderful. Here they come. Christian, I see that you carry wisdom and treasures deep in your heart. God is giving you courage to bring these as gifts to others as you humbly walk out his purposes in you. So I chose some verses that I felt supported that. I know in Psalm 51, I know that you delight to set your truth deep in my spirit. So come into the hidden places of my heart and teach me wisdom. Psalm 110, sorry, Psalm 111, verse 10. Where can wisdom be found? It is born in the fear of God. Everyone who follows his ways will never lack his living understanding, and the adoration of God will abide through eternity. And that you carry this wisdom, Proverbs 1, 20 and 21. Wisdom's praises are sung in the streets and celebrated far and wide. Yet wisdom's song is not always heard in the halls of higher learning, but in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, its lyrics can always be heard above the din of the crowd. You will hear wisdom's warning as she preaches courageously to those who stop to listen. got rhythm I got rhythm we all know you got rhythm and I see you walking in the rhythm of the Lord okay I had a vision right away of you and I saw you at a fair or a fairground something like that with all these people in crowds and you were weaving your way through the crowds you weren't trying to get to a ride you were just weaving your way to the front and um when I saw you weaving your way, you weren't drawn in by the ways of the world. You weren't drawn in by the ideas of the other people around you. You were just going past them. You were weaving through them. And so um, let me find where I'm at. <laughs> so that means I saw you as a leader, a true leader. You tried to get to the head and not be drawn in to what they were doing, okay? And then I saw the word checkers. You know, like a checkerboard, like you play the game? Okay, you know the, the checker. He's always trying to protect his other players so they don't get taken off the board. And you, the idea is to move up and be kinged. Well, I saw you wearing a crown. And so you are a protector. You protect those around you by getting in front so that they can't be taken, or they can't be sliding backwards or slipping, that you're the protector of them. And you, you move forward to be the leader and get the crown so you can bring them into their safety zone. So I saw that um, you're a real protector and that you, you'll be in charge because God working in you. And that's what I saw. Um, 
So I don't know if you know this, but a part of your name means Christ bearer. And do you know what a bearer is? It goes right along with what Sherry was saying. So a bearer is one that carries or supports. And it goes along with what you were saying that you were doing this weekend too and kind of how you're wired. And you're wired like that because that's how God made you. It's literally what your name means. It means someone that upholds. In all of that is the word protector. You care about people. Also, you carry a message. And that's why you can't help when you go out to say something. God's going to give you the words to express and to say and, and to witness and, and to just proclaim. That's how you're made. It's who you are. You can't help it. It's literally what your name means. It means one that bears, um, you carry to bring forth. Your name means to bring forth. So you are always going to have a message. God is always going to give you a word, whether it's a big platform or just a small platform, one-on-one -on -one with someone um, to produce fruit. You're going to be very fruitful. You're going to be a tree that has a lot, a lot of fruit on it. And people are going to be able to pick from that tree and, you know, and, and eat some of the fruit that you have because you have much. You're going to have much to give to people. And it's just going to keep, you're just going to keep producing fruit. Um, but God's going to give you information and he's going to give you news. He's going to show you things, but he's going to do that because he wants you to be able to share it with other people. So Thursday, Friday, whichever day it was, Friday, we were talking, and the word that you brought up that um, has just been resounding over you is reliability. And you spoke to it from the standpoint of the adults and the people around you, but it's actually you because God trusts you. So you are reliable. You are who he is going to give, just like they've been saying, the information to the knowledge to, the ability to. He's equipping you because he trusts you. You are reliable with all of the stuff he's giving you, with every gifting, with every ounce of knowledge and information. He trusts you to go get Taylor and take her by the hand and lead her. And as you grow and graduate and grow into the college life and all that, you're, he trusts you because you're going to be reliable and walk out your faith walk with him. You're not going to be swayed by the things that you encounter once you move into the next step. And that is what he trusts in you, the reliability. It's in you because the people around you have instilled it and shown you a good example of that. But you are he's developing that in you because he trusts what you have and to bring others and to stay and to grow in him and not take that journey away. So continue to allow him to teach you and to grow you into the reliable man of God that he is creating you to be so that he can continue to use that gift for others. Okay. Amen. And Christian, I want to honor the consistency and the humility and the wisdom that you already carry because to carry that at your age is impressive. So I echo what Renee said. It's only going to grow. So thank you. Linda? I know it's, they've talked about being a leader, but I think you're a servant leader. You're not the one that has to be out front, but uh, what you have in you is supports and, and helps others see their value, and that's how you're leading them. That's what I saw about you. Um, okay. The, hey, okay, 
when you were there, I saw um, how important it is that the Holy Spirit's working in your life. And that you are going to be one that hears from the Holy Spirit and follows the Holy Spirit. And then hope, I felt like what I saw the minute you got up was word. And I think that was what was spoke over, over you. But I think the word of God is going to be key to your life. And as you pour into that word, he's going to speak uh, revelation and, and uh, then help, help you to impart that word. And then I think the other was there. Okay. So the, the, the moment you got up, I saw um, someone that wants and has such a desire and will have a relationship with Father. And it, I know they were talking about, I didn't get to be here last week, so I didn't see you. But I think what's really key to you is not necessarily teaching other people to worship, but you worshiping your Father and responding to your Father. And when you do that, God's going to do mighty things. Wonderful. to thank you guys also for having us but we do we would also like to thank our our host houses and some people of importance to us who's made this week possible for us so um you get to go first Grammy (laughs) (laughs) Grammy housed Here's a gift for a thank you. Mark and Jane, um, we just want to thank you for all that you've done for us. You know, we know you're we know you're not used to the chaos in your house. We saw that when we walked in. We we're like, oh, this is gonna be awakening for them. Um, and so, <laughs> special, and then making breakfast for us every morning. You know, like that. Uh, we just we just love you guys, and we just thank you for all you've done for us. And last and definitely not least, Renee and Alex. So I knew, I'm going to cry. <laughs> From the moment I spoke to you, we had such a connection. And it was almost like we were like best friends from the start. I mean, we were coming home from Orlando. Was that where we were? I don't care. It don't matter. (laughs) Um, We were coming home from Orlando, and Steve had been talking with Mark about everything, and 
I was like, I haven't been talking to nobody. <laughs> and, then, and then I called Renee and was like, okay, let's get this together. What do we want to do? And Steve and Alex has such a bond between the two of them. And um, I have just fallen in love with Mark and Jane and Grammy, of course, and Renee and Alex. You all have blessed us tremendously. I mean, from the littlest things that you will never think that was important to us. It was truly important, all three of you. And so um, this is yours. Um, so thank is you. it super glue to fix my door that you guys broke in my car? That wasn't me. That was him. <laughs> so we were at the roller ring. <laughs> And I was like, I want to drive this nice car. Christian was like, yes. <laughs> we were like, yes. So, of course, we walked over. Me. We didn't wreck the car. <laughs> I'm a good driver. No. <laughs> In someone else's car. <laughs> The bus is still out there intact. Leave me alone. Yeah, um, so we drive this car around the block a couple of times, and then we go to get out. <laughs> Christian goes to push. There's a button you have to push to get out of this car. He pushes the button, and it goes in. <laughs> it goes into the door, and he's like, um. And he goes, um, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. And I reached over, and it just got worse. <laughs> so I was like, stay there. I walked around the car and had to open it. And then we had to go over and tell Alex <laughs> that his button broke. But anyway, we love you guys. <laughs> it's super glue, y'all. <laughs> it was a plan. Me and Renee had a plan on that. <laughs> it's for me to take the car home. <laughs> You break, you break, you have, not by, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Two minute application for all of us as a church family. They didn't know any of us when they arrived. We hardly knew any of them. But do you sense the spirit of family among us? Because God is in the, in the business of making connections. Now, those connections don't end when these guys go home. God is making connections for all of us. And I love that Alex and Renee have been so part of this because I believe the next time we see Alex and Renee standing up here with a group of youngsters, it'll be our group of youngsters that God has given us here in Myrtle Beach. And so we agree with God's plan that we'll be spearheaded by these two but not carried alone by these two <laughs> where God is going to bring young people into our church family who need to find him in a fresh way. Francis, you got me. Um, can y'all stand right where you are? You don't have to come up here. I won't make you, but God told me to tell you guys, and I've said this to you from the beginning, Renee. 
if you build it, they will come. We, I am a firm believer that if you build it, you can start with one. We came into a youth group of like six, and then pretty much in an instant, it was four. Or no, it went to two. It went to two, right? Is it right? It was so low. It went to three. I started out with seven, sorry, and then we lost four, and we went to three in an instant because the other four were not meant to be there. They were like, yeah, no, mm -mm. they walked out. So, and now look, I mean, I don't even have my whole team here, guys. I have, I have a team at home that's still not here yet. I have, I think, what was it, three that stayed back? Yeah, three or four that stayed home that did not come. And so, even if it's the one, you preach to that one like there's 10 in that group. Put up 10 chairs and preach to all 10 people in those chairs that are not there yet because they will come through if you pray them in. And that's exactly what we did. We, had, we went down to three. We didn't stop what we were doing. We still made food for 10. We still made food. We still preached as if there were 10 around that table. And we are here with six, and I have five sitting at home. So we have 11. We've only been the youth pastor since September. We've not done nothing miraculous or spectacular except pray them in. And we are so home, old school, as you all know. I mean, so, and these kids love it. These kids love it. And remember those, remember that strategic, Statistics I gave you, 54% of today's youth, non-Christian and Christian, want God. They're looking. And so we've got to go find them. So that's my word for you guys. Also, I just asked Taylor if she recognized this envelope. The first meeting I had with this group, I had them put a prayer request and something they were asking God for. And one thing in here that's kept me motivated, and I've kept this in my bag and I pray over it almost every day. The one thing in here, I can pull it out and read it to you right now. It says, um, well, there's two, two times it's been mentioned in here, but these are the prayer requests that they wrote down. And I had one that just simply says, to get back on fire for God. And that's been my motiva motivation for since September. Every day, every Wednesday, this has been my motivation. When I didn't feel like I could do it, this inspired me to get back to on fire for God. And you can see the progression with the kids. These guys were so not getting up in front of people. They did not want to do that. They did not want to communicate around the table. But they had, they, sometimes they blow me with their wisdom. They have so much wisdom. So have them write something down and keep that and pray for it daily. Amen. I believe this week has shifted something for us all and we're going to close out this morning by receiving communion. But the way we're going to do it is different. Okay? Several things I'm going to challenge you in as we receive communion. Okay? I'm going to ask you to come and get the elements then I'm going to ask you to go to someone that God tells you to go to so that you can pray for them to get back on fire for God. 
or to get more on fire for God or to get on fire for God fully or whatever it takes, okay? That's one thing, okay? So that you go pray for somebody, have them pray for you, and then you receive communion as a pair in obedience to God, okay? That's the, the way we're going to receive communion. It's different from what we normally do, but that's what we're going to do. And then once we've done that, what I also want is all to gather around Mason. Didn't ask him beforehand, but we're going to do this privately in a corner somewhere, not on camera or anything, but I want us to gather around Mason because we have so enjoyed having Mason with us this month. And now we have to say goodbye again until next year. And we hate that. So I want us to gather around Mason and just, just love on him, bless him before he goes on back, okay? And then the, pardon me? No. <laughs> So, um, thank you. I'm making this up as I go along, can you tell? Before we do any of that, I want Melissa to come up and share with us. Thank you. I have a quick testimony I wanted to share. Um, I'm going to shorten it, so it's not too long. Um, me and Nate, my husband, we had b recently been having some dreams about a house um, it's very specific details like what it looked like on the inside and it was very interesting because sometimes I have dreams or sometimes he has dreams but we both were having these dreams um, and so we were having these dreams of this home and we thought okay are we supposed to move what does this mean and we started looking online at homes and it was interesting the market I don't know if you know the market's really high right now <laughs> for both renting and buying and so we're like okay, well, we had these dreams, but there's nothing that looks affordable to us, and anything that does look affordable is lesser quality than what we had now, because when God brought us here, he gave us this home that was just like a miraculous situation um, with this amazing backyard and this amazing home for the rate. And then, so we kind of were like, okay, that's interesting, but we moved on, and then recently my husband looked again and found this home, and um, it was an another miraculous pricing situation and so we went we looked at it or we were we messaged the lady and then she said she had somebody else coming to look at it and we were kind of assured that this guy was going to get it and she said yeah he seems like he's gonna want the home and then um we prayed well god if this is a home for us then make it work out for us and then she responded that he never showed up and he was kind of upset that he didn't show up he said please Lily, come look at it and she said, no, I'm sorry, I have this other couple who's interested. Anyway, so we came to look at it, and it was totally the home that God had for us, like in our dreams and everything, and I was like, oh, my gosh. So we signed that lease that day. So um, it was just an interesting story, but it's three hours away, so we're moving <laughs> in August, three hours away. But um, I'm going to cry, but I love you guys so much. Yeah, it's in a place called, um, <laughs> take a deep breath, guys. Um, it's in a place called Gardner, North Carolina, and it's 15 minutes from Catch the Fire in Raleigh. So I'm really excited to say that we will be <laughs> connected with that. And anytime any of you guys come to Catch the Fire in Raleigh, please let us know. And <laughs> come, come stay with us, come see us, come out to eat with us, and... You guys have just been so incredible of a family, and 
I've really never been to a place before that has. <laughs> what she said. Yes, please come visit too. I know I'm like Knoxville is like another big one there. So anyway, um, thank you so much for everything you've done for me and my family and just the place that we were here was such like so the when we moved here it was just so obvious from God that he had this place for us and and now I feel like such a peace in my heart about where we're moving the way he confirmed it and everything and yet at the same time I just I'm so thankful for what you guys have done here for us in the season we've had you so thank you <laughs> we were said very sad to hear your news, but I just keep seeing this picture of you walking up to catch the fire rally, just as your family. So I'm just holding on to that because as we sow you into catch the fire rally, you're taking what you've received here with you. And um, and so we also then claim some more families um, from God. I just wanted to say how this gathering has been such a stepping stone for our family to step into kind of like an awareness of, of the, I guess the roles that God has for us in the kingdom, both for my own children, just being up here and dancing and singing and feeling like capable to do that because of the size of this gathering. There's something very special about the size of this gathering for us and it was just, it really invited us in in a way that maybe a big gathering would have been hard for us at that stage. So he's really like opened up the door for us to step into the greater things that God wants to do for us and especially through the prophetic words like there was a prophetic word over me that I was going to be working in children's ministry and kind of an anointing with that and so I was able to step into that here in a way and I so it was just amazing the the doors he has opened for us to be able to continue on and I know that wherever we go God's going to have the goodness and it might look different than what we had here but it will be so good for us in whatever way he wants it to have that peace and I'm so thankful Amen. So, let's just close our eyes. Oh, Annette. When she said they're moving, I went, oh no. I don't want to lose their children. <laughs> that delight that they've brought is so big. You know, my heart every, every week when that little boy gets up and and runs around and dances and waves flags and everything. It is such a, I don't know, it's, I'm going to miss it. Okay. We love you. We certainly do. There's just a move of the spirit that just, uh, it's really touching when, when we just sense um, the love of God in the midst. And we were just sitting here watching, and there's, uh, there's just a genuineness that we find that uh, it's so inviting. It's very tender. It's very special. And it just makes you feel joy the love of God. So we just thank the Lord that how he wants to move in our midst and give us the grace to be who we are. 
to walk in Bihut and, and to, to enjoy him and to just long for more. And we just, uh, we just thank the Lord for the time. And yes, we're going to miss you. Amen. <laughs> Jan's got a little bit. to share this week, Jen? <laughs> no, no, I don't I mean, are you happy to share now? I just think it's just so evident to me that God is on the move. In, in obscure little towns, you know, and in people that you don't, you know, that you don't think have anything to impart to you. And he's just moving, and his heart is so for us. I can just feel the love of God when I see people, and he's having me see them the way he sees them, like from the inside out. And, um, everything that I've been putting in and the study and the time that I spend with him in the secret place, I was able to just let that all come out. It was all him. It wasn't me. But I was like, whoa, that was all in there, Lord, and you did this. And it's for such a time as this that we just, the infilling that he has filled us with is the outpouring that he needs for his children to know that he, he is a good, good daddy and he loves his people, even the ones that are not interested in him right now. But there is, I'm saying, a hunger and a thirst everywhere I'm going. So what our Heavenly Daddy is going to do is as you come forward to get the matzo and the juice, the, the bread and the wine, he's going to put on your heart one person to go to to affirm them or encourage them or to ask God to send more fire on them. He's just going to show you who it is. And it may you may have to do some zigzagging. That's okay. We'll, we'll end with some holy chaos here. All right? But I want you to share communion with one other person so that you have that express purpose of obediently, uh, because God has shown you, I want to bless what God is doing in you and ask for it to increase. Okay? So come on forward and get the elements. Go ahead and do that. And if God puts more than one on your heart, that's fine too. You can zigzag. And uh, um, remember, we're going to gather around Mason and also Crystal. You've got a couple of words to share with some of the other team members. Please do that as well in the midst of all of this. But come on forward, get that, and then we'll descend into Holy Spirit ministry. So, Father, I bless everything you've done in every life this morning. And we say, would you multiply the impact in the days ahead? We thank you for one another. We thank you for you, Holy Spirit, empowering and directing and sending us out to bring the kingdom everywhere we go. Let it be in Jesus' name. And we will be dismissed.